When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today we're back with a guest who the people absolutely loved the interview with last time. Ruga is in the building. It's, uh, the GDs is in the dough. The GDs? GDs is in the dough. They came in the dough. Yeah, we did. Things been going good since our last interview. Yeah, it did. Real good. Definitely. I feel like that song helped to sort of launch a lot of good things. Like, that's one of the biggest songs you had in a while, and it feels like it's kind of an anthem at this point. Yeah, that turned to an anthem. The the, the city, yeah, the GDs is in the dough. I just got to say that again. Right. It got... Some people don't like that song, though. Like, <laughs> I've seen some people not being that excited about why. having to hear it where they go. Why they don't like it, though? Like, it's a good song. It's a, it's a happy song. You got mo- You got mothers listening to it. Grandmas, that's a great song. Right. Anytime you can have people, grandmas turning up to that shit. Right. Bro, I be getting grandmas, bro. Really? Bro. Like just grandmas in general or a very specific kind of grandma? Like your grandma? Grandmas turn up to the song more than the young people, bro. Really? I get more notifications of grandmas jumping around like, hey, JD. Right. I'm damn. Because you know the older people used to be GD anyway. Mm, before it was cool. Yeah, you know, they just hiding it a little bit. I brought it out. You feel me? Right. That's how you do it. So is that, did that song, like you just said that you're booked for all these shows coming up and everything. Does that kind of stuff, like when you have a big song, do you just start getting booked more? And, and does it just do a lot of good things in general for your career? <coughs> yeah, it do. You know what I'm saying? Bring good money, shit. You know what I'm saying? But, but it opened up a lot of doors, you feel? Because when you buzzing, you know, everybody be trying to book you because they want, you got a hot song. They see everybody turning it up, turning up to it in the clubs. They gonna book you, you feel me? Because they know you gonna bring that crowd out shit. You gonna bring that bag. So everybody eat at the end of the day. That's what it's about. Right. Did you go into the studio with any specific uh, thoughts in mind when you made that? Like, it feels like that song was kind of like supposed to be a really big song since the chorus is so simple and easy to remember. Bro, I ain't even, I ain't even played on Baker to the song. I was, uh, I was on live. I was in, a, I was just in the studio playing with beats. You know what I'm saying? Just playing beats on live and shit. Just play freestyle, playing rapping, and I um. I was like, they didn't let the GDs in the dough. Hey, ooh, they didn't let the GDs in the dough. Then I said, believe it or not, that'd be a hit. Mm. They took that, you know, they always screen record and shit. They took that, posted it on Facebook. It started going viral as hell. Somebody put it up and they was like, oh, they made the caption like, my mood all year, you feel me? Right. Then that shit did like three, 400,000 views on Facebook, you feel me? Now everybody Beating my DM down, asking me to do that, make it a song. Really, wow. they thought it was a song. Everybody asked me, like, when the GD song drop? When the GD song drop? <laughs> and there was no and song. I ain't even made the song yet, bro. I'm like, what the fuck? That's this crazy. Because sometimes I'll have, like, you know, a little hook that pops into my head. And I'll be thinking, like, you know, that actually sounds pretty good. That's crazy that that kind of laid the groundwork for 
the actual song, but was it was there pressure to make the song good when you actually got in the studio with it? It wasn't more so pressure. It was like pressure as far as timing because people wanted it now, you feel me? Mm. But as far as making it, I feel like that was one of the easiest songs I ever made, bro. Right. It was like so, because I wasn't, it's, it's really a simple song. It's a repetitive song, you feel me? But it's just the the what I'm talking about and how I'm saying it, you feel me? That shit just kind of made motherfuckers gravitate to it. Right. Definitely. Uh, Trump should have pardoned Larry. Mm-hmm. It felt like you actually like f- felt like you took that song as an opportunity to speak on a lot of different things related yeah. to that. Yeah, you should have freed Larry, man. You freeing all these other people, man. Let that man free, man. That man ain't did none to nobody, man. Was it weird to see that blowing up on TikTok? Yeah, that shit was crazy. Honestly, I didn't even know it was, you know, I, honestly, I wasn't into the TikTok thing like that. I didn't even, I never even set up an account for that shit, but right. I set up one, you feel me, not too long ago. And I um, I got the, I got the, I typed my name in on TikTok. That shit said like 29 million mentions or something like that with my name on it. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. So I get to going through it and just looking at all the posts and the, they even got, they had challenges and shit on there. Right. I'm like, oh, I ain't know about this. You know what I'm saying? So, so that just, actually happened organically? You don't have like a label that was secretly paying TikTokers to make these? Because nah. that's usually how this happens. Nah, I ain't got no label, no, none of that. I'm, it's me. Right. All me, bro. That's crazy. All me. And no. these kids have no fucking idea what they're singing about. I mean, it's not like I'm, I'm not an expert on the topic either, but. But yeah, I handle all my business. We all keep it all in-house, you know what I'm saying? And we, we just keep pushing, bro. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, how do you feel? Like, what was the the impact of that last interview that we did? It felt like it was kind of controversial. A lot of people had a lot to say about it. It was more, it was more serious. You feel me? It was kind of on a serious level. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of it opened a lot of doors. You feel a lot of people, you know, kind of understand my side now, understand me, and um, it made people, you know what I'm saying, realize, you know what I'm saying, like. Who is him? You made people want to know who is him. The people who probably was, who's fans of you or on y'all channel, it made everybody just realize, just looking to me, you feel me? But after that, it's up to me, you feel me? So I just kept going and I, I hope them a lot of your fans that fuck with me. Definitely. You know, I, re- I read those comments nonstop where it was just like people really fucking with you. Like people who probably clicked it just because they wanted to hear more about Duck. And then sure. by the end of it, they were like a big fan of you as a person. Yeah, for sure, man. They, I fuck with them. You got some some good people on your your channel and shit. They wasn't on no bashing me ass shit. You feel me? Right. But I fuck with them. One thing I learned from from dealing with you is that <laughs> there's a lot of people out there making fake news about you. <laughs> like people yes. really trying to convince the world that certain things happen to get Bro. views and throwing your name in it. Like I clicked on a lot of videos getting ready for this. And watch the full like five minute video, and it's supposed to be somebody dissing you. And then I get to the end of the video, and I'm like, they didn't, they didn't even say his name. They didn't say one thing about him. Exactly. Clickbait. You know they do that. That's what they do when they know you buzzing, and they know anything attached to your name gonna do a little number. You know it's all just for a dollar, bro. They trying to put that shit on their channel to get some views, get them some um, to monetize it and get them a little money, bro. Right. But. Everybody out here to get some money, you feel me? But 
That ain't the way, man. That ain't the way. Stop it, man. Throwing fake Stop news it, out man. there. The, fi- huh? the, the fake news hustle is not, you know, it's like you, you upload one video like that, you're, you're blowing out your brand, you know, if people think that they can't trust the shit that you're saying. Hold on, repeat that again. I'm talking about the people who are making the fake videos about drama involving you, you know, like yeah. once you start doing that, you're basically torching your 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 platform's credibility. Yeah, that's what they try to do, you feel me? But it's it's more so as long as you don't give it no energy, you know what I'm saying? That should have never get light to it. Mm. Sometimes it might do some little views, but as long as you don't give it no energy, bro, you know what I'm saying? You, the best reaction is no reaction. Right. I feel so. you. Okay. Here's the other thing that I'm really curious about is uh, you've been spending some time working with Kanye. You were infamously at the uh, one of his Donda release things, at yeah. least one of them. Yeah, I was at a, uh, I was at all of them. Oh, okay. How yeah. how did you guys even begin communicating? Because you had never spoken to him when we did that last interview, right? Um, no, nah, I didn't speak to him yet. But uh, I met Kanye through uh, one of my people, my pops' peoples. You feel me? So my pops was, you know, always in the industry, networking with people and shit. You feel me? And uh, he knew a guy, and he he was plugged with Kanye and shit. He um. Basically, I've been talking to this guy for a while, for months, you feel me? But at that time, it was a lot of people. I was going through management shit. I was going through people, you know, just fucking me over with petty little shit. And I ain't really want to deal with people like that. I just felt like everybody was just out to just for a motive trying to do, you know what I'm saying? So I was kind of blocking the whole thing off. But that GD Anthem shit dropped. And they got to going up. And then my guy, he called me. He called me, um... Malik Youssef, he called me like, um, yeah, um, I'm in here playing. We in here playing. I'm in here with Kanye playing your shit. I'm like, yeah. I hear it in the background, the GD anthem. How'd you feel? Were you shocked? It was like, damn, yeah. I wanted to know if it was real, though. I was like, shit, put him on the phone. Right. So he put, yeah, get on the phone. I promise you get on that motherfucker. Like, Trump should have freed Larry. I'm, ooh, shit. All right, it's crazy. <laughs> But yeah, that's how I met Ye though. But he was just, I was just chopping it up with him on the phone and like a day later, day later, matter of fact, he like, my boy Malik hit me back like, yeah, Ye wanna uh, meet you, man. He wanna chop it up with you. So I flew out to San Francisco. Oh, that's where he yeah. was at that time. Yeah, we chopped it up out there. What was that like? Like, what was it like you just kind of go and post up in the studio and just hang out or what was the vibe? I ain't gonna lie, that shit was, it was totally different to what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> It was more so different. How he work is different, you feel me? It's like you got 60, 50, 60 people, you know what I'm saying, in the room, like in one big-ass room. Like we got everything going on, cameras over here. You got studio right here. You got him doing producing over here, him doing engineering, him, everybody in the room doing something, you feel me? That's what it was. But it was like, it's like if you just end up doing nothing, you just, you going to get seen because you, you everybody is doing something, you feel me? Right. But, yeah, he definitely, Kanye a good person, though, bro. He real real as hell. I've heard from people that, like, that is what the environment is like. Not necessarily when he's making music, but that he just keeps hella people around and his, his creative energy is just flowing all over the place. Like, he likes to be leaping between, you know, making beats and talking to the rapper and talking exactly. to this designer and this person. and he do it just like that. He'd be talking to this designer, talking to that person. Then he'd be, I need this right now. You know what I'm saying? And everybody on point. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? It's a great team to be around. Everybody, 
everybody playing their part and doing what they got to do. Right. It's a re- it was a real learning experience for me. Yeah, it's kind of like he's so creative and he's sort of created an environment where he's able to just let his creativity run free. And it's not just him making shit happen. He's got all these talented people around him so that he can sort of just tell them what he wants and, and then they can start working on it and then maybe he steps back in and keeps working on it at a later time or something. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. but so you, you get to be in that environment do you feel kind of awkward at first? Like, fuck, there's all these people doing something Honestly, and I just pulled up. Like I said, no, it was not awkward at all. It was nothing but love. Like, shook his hand. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was all love. Everybody around him practically damn near knew me. You feel mm. me? Off the rap. They, they, I fuck with your music. Everybody walking up to me. I'm like, damn, this shit really like this. Everybody know me. Hey, fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? So it was all open arms, bro. It was love. Right. For real. So that's what it was mainly. The people around him open and showing me love you feel me and just made me feel comfortable as hell how did you actually end up working on music or actually rapping in that environment because it feels like that that must have been the weirdest step like how do you how do you go from just hanging out to then all of a sudden does he tell you like go get in the booth i need you on this beat no it's more so like it's all about you as a person you feel me like According to how if a person gonna fuck with you, if a person gonna rap with you, if a person gonna you know want to do anything with you, it was just me as a person, just how I carried myself, how real I was. Like when I first met Ye, I kept it real with him. You feel me? I told him face to face, like bro, I can't sit here and say I listen to all your music. You feel me? I don't, but I fuck with your grind and how you, you know what I'm saying? You told him that you don't listen shit. to his music I that told much. Him to his face, you feel me? But. <laughs> It wasn't like no disrespect or nothing. It was just me being real, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Right. But he hit just by me saying shit like that. You feel me? He told me like that's real, bro. Like just by you even saying that, bro. Like to tell me that that's just me. You feel me? So it's just little shit like that to make a make a person really fuck with you. You feel me? And he just was rocking with me, bro. Like he he fucked with my energy. My I I, I kind of hollered at him on my you know personal level. Let him know about me. You know just how what I come from and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. It all played a part, you feel me? But he fucked with me just being genuine, just being real. How many verses did you actually lay while you were out there, though? Um, On the album? I put one one verse on the album. Right. But you didn't yeah. record more while you were out there? It's just you recorded one verse yeah, you out there always, and it got used? Yeah, I always record wherever I'm at, bro. Like, I bring my studio shit with me, you feel me, and record. Like, even I always book sessions. I find studios, whatever state I'm going in. I always, I don't, it's this what it's about me. I don't care, like, I might have, you know, some Kanye shit going on or big shit going on. I don't, I'm going to always have my personal shit going on. I don't care what's going on. What I got going on don't stop. You feel me? So that's just me personally. I, I'm going to always keep working. Mm-hmm. And I be doing my own little personal sessions. And, but, yeah, it's just more so he, he was working on the album. It was strictly the album. Right. Everything was about the album. So I that wasn't for me to come in and be like, let me record something, you feel me? Or I do that on my personal time, but right, yeah. Definitely, so after you went there and linked up, did you guys stay in touch or were you just sort of waiting to see if, if you ended up being on the actual album? Because a lot of people recorded verses for the album that didn't end up on the album. Oh yeah, do we stay in touch and everything? Yeah, you like, guys yeah, keep, Kanye, keep talking Kanye, my boy. Shit? I just talked to Kanye shit today. That's my boy. He, we talk, I talk to him down there every day. He be checking up on me, texting me, calling me. It's my boy. But we were you talk. were you like excited to see if the if the verse was going to be on the album? Were you uh, uh, like not a hundred percent sure? Nah, nah, look, it was the day of the 
the day of the um of the um what that was the, the album release the the um the listening party. That's when you recorded it. Yeah, did I record that? The day when of. When did I record that? I'm trying to remember. I recorded that in Atlanta. Okay. In Atlanta, the day of the listening party, literally, it was like an hour before he came out. He like, Ruga, I want you on this. Come on. Did no, you no, feel no, pressure? No, no. How'd you fact, feel? No, no, I'm going to keep it real. You know what it was? I had left earlier that day. I had a studio session. You feel me? Okay. But I recorded one song. You feel me? I kind of spruced it up a little bit. He was like, how many songs you recorded at the studio? Let me hear some. I'm like, I'm like, I recorded two songs. You feel me? But, you know what I'm saying? I really didn't record. So I recorded one. Mm -hmm. But I played songs for him. You feel me? And he was just like, I fuck with that verse. Like, Put it on the album. I'm like, fuck it. So he took the verse off of the beat that you already had rapped yeah, on and just put it on just, a different beat. Yeah, at this point, fuck that song. Right. Let's go on here and do that. Hell yeah. So he um right there in the studio. I'm, come on. Laid that bitch right down. 20, I say 30, 40 minutes went by. We was walking out. And I was kind of in a skybox thing, though. But yeah, he played that motherfucker out there. I'm like, damn. What the fuck? He playing my shit in the stadium. That must have been a crazy experience. Yeah, it was. Because I know, like, you know, for not everybody's going to necessarily know the context and everything, but you've definitely, at times, felt like you were basically, like, blackballed out of having opportunities like this. Yeah, in a way, yeah, yeah. It was it was a lot of shit going on with that. But, honestly, like my like I say, bro, it's, everybody say blackball, but I don't really look at it as blackball. It's more so K-blackball talent. Mm-hmm. Hey, all this shit was destined to happen. You feel me? Like, cause I always was, even when I when I came out back then, I always started doing million of view, million views, and doing shit. You feel me? I was always collecting money. Mm -hmm. I never gave a fuck about what they were saying with that blackballing shit because I was always collecting my money, bro. I didn't give a fuck about that shit, bro. Like, I, I ain't understand. Like, I still sitting around eighty, ninety thousand in my bank account at that time a minute ago, just like. Right. I'm putting up stacking my bread. I don't give a fuck. But it was blackballing going on a little bit though, you know, but like I say, you can't blackball good talent, bro. Right. Yeah, I mean, it must have felt crazy too, just because, you know, we've seen Kanye work with a lot of rappers who clearly you guys don't get along with. Now all of a sudden here he is putting you in a position to make a way bigger name for yourself, get way more fans, et cetera. And I mean, he kind of did like the thing that most people in Chicago are never able to do, which is like putting people from both sides on the same album. Never really see that yeah. done. Obviously, if anybody's going to get it done, it's Kanye. Did that feel like, you know, vindication for you just grinding all these years? Yeah, it was good. It was a good thing, you know what I'm saying? But as far as him putting other people like on the album, like, who on, you know what I'm saying? Ops and shit, whatever. But it is what it is. He worked with who he worked with. You feel me? That's, that's his blessing. That's whoever he dealing with. You feel me? But all I did was focus on my situation. You feel me? And focused on what I had to do, my game plan, and my and, and focus stayed on my A game. You feel me? Definitely. Were you uh, like, what was that like coming out on stage in that fucking environment? Because I mean, you got Marilyn Manson there. Were you were you there when the baby was there? There's like all yeah. these people just coming out. That there must have been insane backstage. It must have just been like yeah, such a star-studded event. Yeah, you had a lot of motherfuckers back that man. It was a lot going on. It was a great thing to meet all these people. You feel me? Like, 
the baby. Shit, me and the baby was chopping it up. You feel me in the back? Shit, the baby. I was really talking to the baby the whole time. You feel me? He was really chopping it up with me, keeping it real with me. He like. The baby came out. He went out and because you know we was in the house and shit. You feel right. me? Oh, so you actually got to be in the house. That yeah, was like was the backstage. We was came inside in the actual the, house. We came in with the hoodie things on. Y'all really ain't know who we was with Kanye. We walked right in the house. So when it was everybody's song came on, they come out the house. You feel me? So um, the baby went out there and shit. He came back in. He was like, "Yeah, I just turned that motherfucker up." He, he like, "But I'm ready to see your shit, man." He yeah. wanted to see what my shit was finna do because he because we was already talking about it in the back. Coming out to the GD anthem and shit. Right. But yeah, he was fucking with me though. He was just, you know, really motivating me and telling me, like, man, go out there, turn up with the, you know what I'm saying? Even when we was leaving and shit, he was telling me, like, pull your phone out, nigga, record that shit, nigga. You, really? you tripping, get that shit on camera, nigga. I'm just like, yeah, he was definitely good energy, bro. Damn. I met my boy um Don Tolliver. Oh, yeah, good yeah, people. Seen that man. picture. I met him different occasions though, but he definitely good energy, bro. He just like his music, good energy for real. Right. Um, Roddy Rich, shit, he was back there. Roddy Rich, cool though. You know what I'm saying? He just more, you know, quiet and shit. He wasn't. But um, you didn't talk to Marilyn Manson. You know what's crazy, bro? I didn't even know that was Marilyn Manson when huh. I was back there, bro. Really? I'm talking to him and didn't even know it. He had on like some boots and shit. Big, big ass boots. They different type of. I don't know, but right. I asked him. I'm like, I know them motherfuckers heavy, ain't they? He getting that. Looked at me. He, yeah, they heavy. Right. I'm like, yeah, I'm heavy ass, I'm heavy ass boots, boy. It is like interesting when I when I think about it. You know, Kanye was it was very controversial that he took the baby who had just been like quote unquote canceled for saying some things about gay people that were rolling loud and Kanye, you know sees somebody like him who's sort of getting shit on by the industry and he decides to take the baby and you know put him on stage in that environment to kind of say like you can't cancel this guy like, like i still is. believe in him you know i still I got love for him kanye more more aimed at more with it like let me get these people who kind of got a lot of shit going on who everybody kind of trying to you know what i'm saying make out a bad person in the type of way like with me my situation with everything from chicago all that shit and you know what I'm saying? On the come up and the baby with his situation, even Marilyn Mason, I kind of looked up him up and shit. I don't know if he had a lot going on or he something. He got a case right now, yeah. Cases, I guess, you feel me? So he trying to show the world and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, Kanye's a deeply religious guy and religion's all about forgiveness. It's all about giving somebody a second chance. It's all about, you know, whatever. And mm -hmm. I mean, definitely you can kind of see some of that in you where he might have been sort of looking at you as somebody who maybe hadn't been given the opportunities that you deserved, mm -hmm. and he wanted to be somebody to reach out and, and help you take your shit to another level. Nah, for real, for real. And, um, and he be acknowledging it. Like, even when I be around him and shit, he just, out the blue, just say it. Like, because cause Ruga, like, mm. he's one of the, he got the top song in the world right now. Right. He just, even if it ain't the top song <laughs> in the world, he just, for Kanye to say it, it's, it's just a top like, song to him at that exactly. moment. Exactly. It's like he'll make you feel good and about that shit and just make you want to go even more. Yeah, that's just the type of person Kanye is. But it was definitely a great. But when I went on that stage, though, it was definitely a great feeling, bro. Like when I stepped out. It was in your like, city. In my city. In your city where you're not even like allowed city. to really be booked like that normally, right? In my right? city. I was the first rapper called Soldier Boy. Tell him I was the first rapper to perform GD Anthem 
in a motherfucking stadium and rep your motherfucking city and your gang, man. It is what it is. It was what it was. We did what we did, and it does what it does. Right. But now, though, you're the first rapper to do that. Because, and, but you're on that, like, the biggest stage imaginable. Whereas if you were to just book, a, like, a local show, if a local promoter were to try to put you on a show, I mean, you, you tell me, but we always hear that, like, people who are, you know, really gang-affiliated in Chicago don't really get to perform like that because the cops are scared of whatever happening. Yeah. Can you repeat that again? I'm out of here. Blunt <laughs> I'm just saying, well, we always hear the Chicago rappers who are like really in the streets. They don't really get booked for shows in Chicago because the cops won't let them perform and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's more so with me. It's like I perform everywhere, bro. Mm. Oh, I ain't been banned from the city or none of that shit. Like, I don't know. But me personally, I don't really do as much shows in the city like that because it's, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of shit just going on in the city, like, mm. and it's like, if I was to do a show, you feel me, like, in the city, say, you know, you know how it is, it's ops in the city shit, so ops might slide, you never know, but I don't even want to do that type of shit, because it's just bad on you, you feel me, your show gets shot up, now you, don't nobody want to book you and shit, it's just like, mm. it ain't, you know what I'm saying, it's just for, it's got to be smart, bro. I saw you had one Instagram post where you posted up an old photo of Duck, and you just like it, it felt like it was a very emotional moment for you where you were like i'm sitting in the studio with kanye but you couldn't stop thinking about him and that just felt like a very like real post where mm -hmm. you we were just like reflecting on the fact that you had made it to this point but that he didn't get to be there to enjoy it with you exactly yeah that shit like because it's like when you grinding with a person y'all been doing this shit for so long and y'all pl had plans and dreams and y'all and talked about this shit so much then you get to that point and then you just can't do it with that person. That's the most hurting and shit. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's, it's like, it's almost like it's a dream come true, but it's like, it's not a complete, it ain't complete. You feel me? It's like, you, you it'll never feel complete. Mm. You feel me? Yeah, it's a great feeling, but can't do it with my boy. You feel me? So yeah, it's a sad, that shit's sad. You feel me? Definitely. Yeah, just but I mean, you got to keep it in mind that he'd be really proud of you being in this position, right? Like you're really doing something crazy to keep his name alive. Hell yeah, I, it'd be times I'd be, I'd just be talking, you know what I'm saying? I'd have my times, you know, I, I'd just be like, I know you, I know you happy at this shit because I know you looking at me like, what the fuck, this nigga just, you know what I'm saying? I know he happy is. I know exactly what he'll say. He'll be like, I don't took her. You going crazy, bitch. He'll say it just like that. He'll tell me, but I know he with me, you know what I'm saying? He, he every every step of the way. Shit, I'm just grinding. I'm just keeping his legacy on and, and I'm gonna keep his name lit. And and, and I'm gonna do everything that I, that he wanted, you know what I'm saying? That he wanted to do. And I know what he wanted to do. Right. So I'm just gonna keep striving. Yeah, 100%. You've been sp spending most of your time in Chicago, or or you, nah, you took off? Honestly, I don't be in Chicago like that. I, I, you know, in and out. You feel me? Just visit my family and shit, and you know, visit certain people. And but I don't be in Chicago like that. I be on the move. I be these shows getting booked too much. I be on. The, I can't shit. I know what's going on. You feel me? I just got off stage with Yay shit. I ain't finna be playing in the city, man. Right. This shit real. Definitely. Yeah. Your mentality 
has changed a lot over the years in terms of what you want to be doing with your time or where you think your time is best spent? Say that again. I'm high. <laughs> on some real shit. They have some good ass weed. What it is, is that? Empire what? Empire Gardens. Indica. That's our yeah, sponsor that's right shit. now. Yeah. Right, what you say now? I'm going to be smoking some of that right after this. Just talk about like how your perspective on life and what you want out of life has changed since you were a kid. You know, like you used to be, your your vision of the world was a lot smaller at one point. And now you're, you know, what you expect of yourself or what you feel like you can build out of your career has changed a lot and grown a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's hell, he did bro. just face a blunt. Okay, you're you're. You're just making these questions real hard. He's turning the math questions. What I do is I start the one question and then I kind of like say another question by the end of it. And then you're just like. You can't remember either part of it. On phone now, you get to losing me. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> At least I'm keeping it real. Talk a little bit about just uh, how your your expectation of what you can do with your life has changed. Because you used to just have a smaller view of your opportunities, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, but sure, I may. I basically. <laughs> On any other podcast, this would be a blooper, but here it just feels normal. <laughs> Hell no. Let's get to the next question. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I mean, I gotta get back deep into my life and shit. I'm trying to think and map it up. Right. Um. Okay. Now you're throwing throwing me off a little bit. It's real. This I be shit. Motherfuckers high. Where were you when you ran into Dave Chappelle and Offset and all that shit? Because that was before the Kanye show, right? I seen that on your gram. Um. Yeah. I, that was that was after the show. Oh, okay. It was like an after party they had oh, and everything. Right. Yeah, at the stadium and shit. Around the day, Chappelle. Yeah, what was that like? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I seen, like, I was more excited to see Dave Chappelle than Kanye. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Really? It was crazy. Because it was like, I'm just talking to Kanye. And then Dave Chappelle just walked past. I'm like, I'm talking to Kanye. I'm like, bro, this ain't never Dave Chappelle, bro. I'm like, this shit is crazy, bro. I had to get a picture with him. I'm like, bro, I got to get a picture with you, bro. Right. He was good people, though. Dave Chappelle, funny as hell, for real. You don't, take, you don't take photos with a lot of people, I'm assuming? Who, me? Yeah. I but don't. Do you? No, nah, I don't. Dave Chappelle qualifies? for pictures and shit like that. You feel me? But Dave Chappelle, that's my boy. You know what I'm saying? Me and my boy Offset, we chopped it up. You know what I'm saying? We took a picture and shit just on, you know? Right. For the gangsters. What was that conversation like? He good people, you know what I'm saying? It's love. Right. He, he, he definitely know what's going on. You feel me? He good people, though. I um, chopped it up with him, Quavo. You know what I'm saying? They was over there. But um, it was all love, though. They, it wasn't no funny vibes or nothing. They good people, bro. They showed me nothing but love in Atlanta. Shit, that was they city. I fuck with the vibes. Okay. So when you're meeting Offset, he didn't try to say, Oh, there's a dude who's associated with you that said this, that about my baby mama. Who is that? Well, you know, King Yellas has some stuff to say about uh about Cardi in the past. And he had uh, recently admitted that he was lying. Then that uh, wasn't true. I don't know nothing about that shit, bro. Right. I don't, I don't get into all that shit, bro. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know about that, bro. You guys aren't connected anymore at this point? Like, I don't really like. Yeah, he cool. No, nah, can't yell cool, you feel me? But I don't know about that type of shit, though. Like, 
But I saw an Instagram live where you said that he should hang it up. Stop what? stop rapping. <laughs> nah, man. It's more so, man. I said what I said. You feel me? But I chopped it up with my boy. You feel me? It wasn't nothing. I kind of went about it. I'm, I went about it the wrong way. You feel me? I feel like I, I ain't have to say it like that on the internet. You feel me? Because I did kind of... You know, hurt his feelings a little bit. He, he he chopped it up with me and told me, you feel me? And I ain't that type of person. Though. Was he locked up when you said that? Yeah, he was booked. Okay. But, you know, I chopped it up with him and let him know shit. Just, you know, I kept it real, though. I said, go harder, nigga. Mm. Just go harder with this music shit. That's how you got it. You know what I'm saying? I told him it was constructive criticism. You feel me? It wasn't no disrespect or nothing. Mm. But, but, nah, we chopped it up about that shit. But you haven't seen him since he got out? Nah, I ain't honestly, Brian. I don't. I can't say I hang with Yellow. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. Yellow, I don't be seeing Yellow every day. Even when Yellow was out back then, he was with Duck. You feel me? Through Duck and shit. Now I be with Duck and Yellow be around. He mm-hmm. cool though. We chop it up when I see him and shit. But it wasn't like a me and Yellow hanging with each other personally. You feel me? Right. We never like had that deep relationship like that. Okay. Just had yeah. to check. Yeah. Spicy little question right there. Yeah, that was a spicy one. It was a, <laughs> it was a quick one, too. I had to glance yeah, at the camera. I'm swift, though. I'm swifter than that. I'm swift. <laughs> yeah, you got to stay swift in these streets. Um, Look, yeah, man, you can't do both, man. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, but I also wanted to, I wanted to talk about this. Is uh, You know that rapper CJ? What's CJ? From where? From uh, Staten Island, New York. No. You haven't seen him? Him at all. He got a conflict with two two G's, and we've actually seen him uh, dropping the rakes and whatnot in his videos. CJ wasn't too happy about it when I said it on the podcast. He said that that's crazy that he doesn't diss nations that that that's out of pocket. I don't know. You don't even know who he is. He had the nah. Whoopty song. You don't know about the Whoopty song. Whoopty. Whoopty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Went to the store and got a two piece. <laughs> Oobie. I walk out and run with the Uchi. Little baby gave me some coochie. Remix on nah, the nah, way? Nah, let me stop playing. Okay. Hey, no, nah, no. I heard that song, but I don't really know them, bro. I, don't, I can't sit here and speak on another man like that, bro. I don't know them men, bro. I don't, I, 22G, that's my boy, you feel me? But when it come to beef, like you say, it was beef or something, I don't know, bro. That's some New York shit, bro. I, I ain't trying to, I ain't getting into all that, you feel me? I don't. Right. I don't even think we should talk about that, bro. That ain't even, that ain't, you know what I mean? Got nothing to do with me, gang. Fair enough. You ever talk to 2GG still? Yeah, that's my boy. We be chopping it up. Folks be calling me, I call him. Right. Whenever I touch, you know what I'm saying? Whatever city in, shit, we link. That's my boy. Definitely. Yeah, I'm a fan of him. That shit hard. That 2-2 be going hard. Who you fuck with coming out of Chicago right now? Shit, honestly, J.H.E. We got J.H.E. Trav. He right here with me. What's the JHE stand for again? Jet High Entertainment. Okay. Then you got the Jet High Entertainment. The J stand for just, and the E stand for enjoy, and the T stand for the high. Just enjoy the high. Oh, okay. So it's basically it's a label that we pushing in house label. You feel me? We trying to get this shit. We gonna get this shit big, and we gonna make it. You know, turn it to something bigger than what it is. Um, yeah. You got JHE Trav, JHE, JHE Fat A. You got uh, Juice Man, Lil Mo, all us, man. Them are rappers I listen to from Chicago, like my homies and niggas who come on the come up trying to make it. You feel me? Right. And I'm going to speak on their names any chance I get. 
How'd that name come about though? Were you just so high one day you were like looking at a jet? Like I'm I'm as high as nah, that it jet. came up from uh oh, oh Ewell, J H E Ewell too. I forgot his name. Okay. That's my that's my boy, folks. He a rapper too, he an artist. He um but he he an engineer too, he engineer. So he the one that made Jet High Entertainment. Ewell. I should have brought him with me. But um he um made it like in twenty what that was, twenty eleven? Twenty eleven, twenty Around that time, but yeah, it was. I met him through my little brother, and we um, he had the label going on already. It was just something they made up. You feel me? Right. But shit, I'm like that shit sound real. Like we should take this shit serious. You feel me? So we started taking it serious and putting it behind our name. Mm. And there since then, it music started going up. JHE starting to get lit, and it's just that. Definitely. No, that's fire. What made you want to do a whole tape with Lil Mo? You say what? What made you want to do a whole tape with Lil Mo? With Lil Mo, um, me and Lil Mo, you know what I'm saying? We shit, we we had to, um, we was in a studio just all the time together, making songs together, shit. It was just that we, we had enough songs for tape, shit, and we like, come on, let's just put a tape together, you know? Right. It wasn't really like no particular, you know, thing. Because that, that was your first project on streaming services since, uh, like, 2019, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I ain't really been dropping mixtapes and albums or nothing. I've been really dropping singles, 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 but I got an album on the way, really two albums, R&B album and a, a rap album, all that on the way. And, um, but uh, Lil Mo, that's, you know, he, he hot, he on the come up. Shit, I felt like it was going, you know what I'm saying? Put more light on it, mm. on him and, and, and me. Shit, us to, I feel like the, they liked it, us together on that Scrapper song, so. That sounds hard. Yeah, why not just um, turn up shit and just do a tape for them? They kept asking for it, the fans, so might as well just do it. Definitely. I forgot to ask this question before, but uh, when the Kanye and Andre 3000 song leaked, how did you feel hearing Kanye saying shit about being a GD on that song? <sighs> GD? I ain't gonna lie, I'm like... <laughs> It's tight on. <laughs> you were surprised? <laughs> nah, oh, man. Oh, look, man. That shit, and that shit is what it is, man. He said what he said. On folks with them great. I felt like it was out of the blue. I said so on Twitter, and then all of a sudden I had mad people responding with all kinds of different bars from 10 years ago where he was saying little things that made it maybe sort of make sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I ain't even expect that one. I, I ain't never heard that one, but... You know, he said what he said, like, can't go against it. That's that's that man belief. That's what he say. Right. Look, either you going to like it or you ain't. You can't do both, man. Donda or Certified Lover Boy? Donda. <laughs> okay. Certified Lover Boy, that's a good album too, though. You know okay. what I'm saying? That's a good-ass album. Hell yeah, both of them good-ass albums, honestly. And to be honest, I don't even think it should be like a – know a comp thing both of the albums was great you feel me everybody did what they had to do mm. but i ain't gonna lie that donda it's like it's different you feel me the donda album just it was different he came with different material and different ideas like the the love what is what what's the album what is it called lover boy certified lover boy i certified lover boy you see him his was more like for the ladies you feel me mm. i feel like donda was dark yeah it was dark it was kind of more like yeah, that was like more like I think I heard that before from Drake. Mm. You feel me? Like with the 
it's like ladies, female songs. It's good songs though. That's Drake. You feel me? But it's Donda, man. I saw a video earlier of uh, that artist Popcon, who I don't listen to, but I understand he's some sort of Latin reggae. I don't fucking know. International artist. That's super vague. That'll work. And they were trying to ask him what he thought of the Yeezys. And he, fu- he fucks with Drake heavy. And he wouldn't even look at the Yeezys. He wouldn't even look at them. I was just wondering if it was that serious on this side. Is that serious? Oh, shit. I don't know, bro. Like, like I say, bro, I don't know about nobody beefs, nobody other men, bro. Them grown men, you feel me? I can't tell you nothing about what another grown man got going on, you feel me? You got enough of your own beef that you don't need to hop in a couple of billionaires beef? Yeah, it's just more so like it ain't got nothing to do with me. You feel me? So I can't even speak on that type of shit. Like them other people, bro, like they got beef where they don't want to wear Yeezys and shit. I don't know. That's deep. Mm. If we were like, yo, we got this fire custom OVO sweatsuit for you. You going to throw it on? <laughs> Honestly, I ain't no big fan of no uh, OVO clothing like that. Oh, okay. Like, it ain't like, that ain't nothing that'll just strike me like an OVO clothing. Like, I don't ever even see OVO clothing nowhere. Like, they used to have a store here, but I guess they just shut it down. Yeah, I ain't really a big fan of the clothing like that, so. Mm. Okay. I feel you. I don't, even, I don't wear Yeezys as much neither. I mm-hmm. wear Yeezys, some Yeezys, you feel me? But not saying I don't like them, but you know what I'm saying? Shit, I just like what I like, you feel me? I got a pair of like neon green ones for free at one point. And I was, you know, I don't think I ever wore them. I just didn't really feel right walking around with the neon green feet. But I'm a low-key guy, you know? I wear like all black, simple shit. I'm actually dressed like about as bummy as i ever been on this podcast right so now. So what's... um. What's it like interviewing people? <laughs> it's great. Okay. When it's I great. got guys like you who got spicy ass shit to talk about, you know, it can, it can be hard. It sucks when you don't really have anything to talk about or you got a guy who's a hot rapper, he got a hot song, okay. but then he got nothing to talk about. I see you I see you had a child, you know what I'm saying? It was like having a baby now. I mean, you how many babies you got? One. It's the best. You only got one? Yeah. Okay, okay. How old's yours? 3. Three. Three? Ten months over here. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> what's it like uh, being famous? It's not as easy as you think, huh? Doing an interview? Just coming up with questions on the spot? It is. It's easy. I'm asking. Um, being famous? You know, it's part of the job. You got to deal with it. So, what's your um, social security number? 666 Six 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 six. It's like a movie where What's you go five five five. Just a routing number in the. You know what I'm saying? Just a bank. No, I need that info from you. <laughs> I'm trying to get a wire. Stop playing, though, man. Look, that was bad. Right. But yeah, I'm high. Do you ever think about doing interviews like that? Let me see one of them edibles again. You gotta take another one, bro. If you thought you were high before, this is gonna really put you over the top. How many of those do you eat before? I think I ate two. Some slight. You already ate two. Well, let me tell you this. We had currency on here, and he yeah. he smokes more weed than anybody. And he ate three of them, and it was like a two-something-hour interview. Right. Yeah. And by the end of it, done. He was really, really high. And, he, you know, he smokes enough weed that he probably shouldn't be getting that high. 
He was done. That bitch is good. What are you planning on doing for the rest of the day? Because you're going to be rolling off that shit. I'm going to be high, dude. Well, you know, I might need a nap. We'll see what happens. You motherfuckers good. You don't normally eat edibles? Yeah, I, be, I don't know. Yeah, sometimes, but I'm going to leave them alone. I'm really impressed that you just ate that many. Although, I don't know. What's, I mean, I eat. At least like four or five at this point. Not five. That's like 500 milligrams of THC straight in your veins, bro. That's decent, though. It's good. I you, smoke. You've been partying for a long time. Partying? <laughs> I don't be partying like that. You don't turn up like that anymore? Nah, I be. I ain't going. It's us to a point where I'm not t- partying, turning up unless I'm getting paid for it, man. Mm. Turn up. My friends, we might turn up. You know what I'm saying? Chill. We ain't on none of that. You don't pop an E pill with the guys? No, I don't pop X. You used to? While back. I did a couple times, but I don't like X. Because mm. um, uh, one time I popped, some, I popped the X pill, right? My uh, homie. We all taking pictures and shit. You feel me? Taking a picture, a gang picture with the gang. Folks like, um, he like, folks, what's up with your eye, folks? I'm like, what you talking about? I go in the bathroom. Look at myself in the mirror. My shit looking at this eye. <laughs> this eye is looking at this eye. Right. And I couldn't stop it, bro. I was smacking myself in the bathroom, putting water on my face. My shit was stuck. I'm like, what the fuck? Bro, that's some scary shit. Yeah, since then, I ain't popped the X pill. Really? That kind of turned you off to it? Can't do it. I can't control my eyes? Oh, no. I don't like that pill. Mm-mm. Yeah. I tried a Zan before, too. Only one? One, I've yep. taken. You know why I ain't took a Zan before again? Wait, because I uh, a motherfucker had to tell me what I was doing in that. Oh yeah, see what I'm saying? That's why I don't want no more of that. Or you could do some real fly shit, crazy sex stuff. You know, you'd be meeting people, famous people, etc. You don't, you don't remember any of it. I, I don't remember n- shit. I had nights where I know I fucked like a bunch of girls, and like even by the next morning, I couldn't really put it together. That's yeah, a bad so feeling. I I'm scared of Zans. That shit dangerous. I don't want to forget nothing. And lean, I did lean before. I don't like that neither. Because mm. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I can go to sleep for free. Right. I ain't got time for that. I be in a nice place dozing off of shit. Nah, I ain't trying to be like that. But uh, I just smoke weed. I might drink some liquor yeah, once in a while. Mm. That's it. I don't do nothing else. I was in the club in Miami on Saturday, and, uh, you know, I'm, like, looking at girls, and they're just, like, off that shit. Face is melting off, because I only have a couple shots. mojo. I'm standing there in the section just looking around. It's, like, four in the morning. I'm clearly, like, probably one of the most sober people in there who wasn't at work. I'm just looking at these girls just rolling off their fucking asses. They was out peels? I don't know why they are off, but they look so fucked up. And that's what always fucking scares me about doing drugs now is like if you're not on drugs and you look at somebody on drugs, you're like, oh. Motherfuckers be looking like hypes. You you would have thought they were normal if you were fucked up, you know? I done seen like people off these drugs acting real different now. Like drugs is different nowadays, bro. And they not like, what's up with these new ass drugs? Mm. It's like these some 2021 ass drugs, bro. What's the new drugs? Just the fentanyl or... Bro, all these drugs, I ain't been, even weed, bro, all this weed, I ain't been hearing about all this weed strands, bro. Hmm. Like, back then, it was not none of these weed strands, bro. Where all this shit come from? You grew up smoking mid? I grew up smoking Reggie. Mm. Rego. Oh, yeah. Reginald. I wish I could show you a picture of the shit we were smoking when I was, like, 15. 
we was smoking backyard boogie, mm. couch, <laughs> love seat, <laughs> brown paper bag. That shit was bogus. But it's like where it come from. It, you see, it went from Reggie. Then you got Dro. Mm-hmm. You had Dro. You remember Dro? A little bit. It all kind of blends together throughout the years. What but about? We're smoking um, a lot of chocolate. I remember copping like uh, nickel bags of chocolate nonstop. What's that? Chocolate. Trash weed that we were smoking in like 2005. Yeah, nickel bags, little nicks. Mm-hmm. You can you get a weed man four dollars and shit. I always think about the dudes who sat at the skate park selling little five dollar bags of weeds to the kids and shit all day. I wonder what they're doing now. But yeah, we got more expensive though. Like what happened? Like. I remember it went from ten dollars for a nice little bag of weed to forty dollars a three five now like fifty, sixty, seventy five dollars a three five. It should be cheaper. The fuck is they putting in this weed? It should be cheaper these days, you know? There's more of it. There's more demand, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> keep going back. Fuck is good, man. Look, man. This dude's a wild guy right here, man. Say no, be high. Say no regular guy. Yeah, you're gonna be high. I'm tweaking. Leave these motherfuckers alone, gang. You'll be all right. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you got to go fucking launch a rocket into space later today. You're just going to be, well, you maybe record music, hang out. Listen, you, you crack a fucking. These a thousand? Crack an energy drink, you be all right. A thousand for the whole bag. Oh, for the whole bag? Yeah. Oh, so what they is, 100 milligram per thing? Yep. Oh, that's light, man. I do four, five hundred milligrams of um gummy bear, man. Stop it, man. Stop it, man. Well, as long as you're that comfortable, then you should be all right. Look, man, you going go, you going to eat a honey and a yank, man. Stop it, man. Can I get one more spicy question in? You got it. I saw an exchange mm. where Dirk had posted basically saying that. It's been one, man. I ain't going to lie to you, gang. What? No Dirk, man. No Dirk questions? Talk about Dirk, bro. I don't even want to mention that name in this interview, man. Because he said he didn't know who you were in the DMs. Man. We ain't on that type of time, gang. Respect. We ain't Because if Dirk was on the interview, he'd be on that bitch like, I don't know that boy. That is a good point. I don't know that man, man. But now you guys are Donda brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Hell no. (laughs) You a funny guy. I do what I can, you know? I'm here to uh, I'm here to entertain. But nah. What you cooking up? What you got coming out? Like wh- what's been in the works? Man, I got motherfucking um, album on the way. Two albums on the way, really. A real album, so it's not going to be like album. a mixtape. You, nah, you got a real no full project. Real album, real promotion behind it, real everything. You feel me? It's gonna um, be on everything. Shit. I also got a um, document. I'm being a documentary coming up. Really? With um, Discover. With Discover TV and shit. It's gonna be on TV and everything with my boy J. Marl Green. We talking about Chicago and, and making, you know, what we can do to make it better. And you know J. Marl Green, don't you? Yeah, yeah. He basically an activist from Chicago, but I don't think you know J. Marl Green. I can tell by the way. Sounds he real said familiar, it. but he yeah. was just like, yeah, yeah. You feel just me? Just kind of rolling you know, with it. You feel know? me? I know. <laughs> but look though, J. Marl Green, he a good people's. He running for um, mayor. He gonna be running for mayor and shit. You, what, you ain't fucking with Lori Lightfoot? I don't know, man. It's light on, man. 
I seen a picture. I think it might have been fake, but they were like, this is what being the mayor of Chicago does to you. And I had a picture of her looking bad as hell. And then her now, I think the original picture I was fake. They, I think they fucked up when they put a stud in that, man. She had fucking, no disrespect she, to she the had studs. baby hairs on her forehead and shit in the picture I was looking at. I don't think she was really doing that. She's a stud. He called her. I just caught that. You know what I'm saying? I just got to think. When she go home and shit, like she, she got a girl. Honestly, I haven't thought about it till now, but that wouldn't surprise me, I guess. She probably got some nice little woman in there hiding. I don't want to show off. She said she's going to be suing the gangs. That ain't got nothing to do with me, man. Look. It just seems like a weird idea. Look, man. My name, Bennett, it ain't in it, man. Stop it. Man. Okay, when I said she's suing the gangs, I shouldn't be pointing at you as I say that. It's more so can't do both, man. Leave me out of that. He said they put they fucked up when they put a stud in charge. I don't we gonna leave her out of this, man. She gonna <laughs> leave that lady alone, man. She been through a lot. Mm, definitely. But the documentary, that's gonna be big. Yeah, the documentary is, is definitely finna be big, man. Like it's gonna be a lot it's other artists on there too, I think, but I ain't I'm not really sure all the artists, but shit finna be real. Definitely positive vibes. Showing, opening up on my life more, you know, personal on a personal level. My, you know what I'm saying? My everyday kind of life. It's a good documentary. Respect. How you like that? No jumper water. Pretty good, huh? There's no jumper water. Yeah, look. Tastes like water. <laughs> that was the idea. <laughs> Looks like we did it. But yeah, there's some good water though. You got weed in it. No, no. It's time about wettest water in the world, bro. Y'all wild as hell, man. Stop it, man. The water's wet. Stop it, man. You're smoking wet. No, I'm just All fucking that. with you. This is good. This, this is good shit, though. I'm just playing. Pure water, no bullshit. That's hot. You heard? All right. Y'all know what y'all know. Okay, so we got to look out for the album. Yeah, the album on the way. Anything else that we should... uh? Be keeping in mind? Yeah, I got artists on the way, man. J.H.E. Trav, J.H.E. Fat Al. We got um, J.H.E. Ewell. We got Juice, man. All them upcoming. We all coming together. We coming strong. We're going to keep working and we're going to keep striving and we're going to keep making greatness and we're going to stamp our shit in this motherfucking, in, the, in, the, in this, um, I don't know the word for it, but yeah, we're going to do what we got to do. Show, they don't let the GDs in the dough, and the motherfucking dough. They let GDs in the dough. We let the GDs in the door, and they're eating like seven hundred milligrams worth of weed candy, and facing blunts. That's what happened when you let the GDs in the dough. <laughs> Eat all your weed candy. You we got more of that for you. And I want to shoot that salt gun a little more. Oh, we got to find some flies. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to just leave like bones and meat out, so that the flies will come, so then we can have target practice on them. Yeah, I guess. You or know maybe like some chips, some some crumbs, whatever they want. Right, right. Stop it, man. Stop it. Stop it, man. Just stop it. Stop being a fly. Ruga, appreciate you, man. No, I appreciate you for having me again, bro. You know, we're going to chop it up, man. We're going to keep doing this. Definitely. We gonna, yearly. We're going to probably yearly slide by some, keep it going, let y'all do a follow-up on me or something. We'll be like 65 still doing this. Makes, 
Bring some more of this shit, man. We'll be 74 still doing this. My bad. Y'all selling this? No, you got it. Now, don't just say that on camera. You can. Shout it out on the gram and we got you. They they, they always are telling shout us, out like, Empire Gardens. They, they want us to give it to people like you. Look, you know? shout out Empire Gardens and my boy Adam. He said he finna give me four of these. Well, he a good person. Four. I fuck with him. Four. And he said he gonna give me the rest of these edibles, GDs, and adult. Here you go. You're gonna get you so high, you're gonna need a driver. You got a driver? Yeah, we 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 in the uh something fast. I know, I seen it outside. I'm driving. You're driving. I'm killing us today. Not Y'all ready? Not literally. Knock on wood. <laughs> Y'all ready? Ruga! No jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, Patreon, OnlyFans, SoundCloud, Spotify, all that shit. Like, comment, and subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Shout out to uh, 2020 for the edibles and Empire Gardens for the kush. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ruga. Appreciate you, man.